Welcome to the show. I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This, this is Drinking with the Gnome. If you're new to the show, I mean, first, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, but I'll give you a little little bit of a peek at what this show is about. It's, uh, well, I mean, it's about drinking. We explore the drinking culture, the people, the places, some of the history, uh, just really everything that makes up drinking, especially here in Cincinnati. I mean, sometimes we'll venture out of that bubble, but it's really Cincinnati-focused and uh, drinking-focused. Um, the episodes range anywhere from like deep dives into history of cocktails or spirits or, or drinks in general uh, to sometimes more interview-based episodes, which is what this one is. Actually, you're probably going to need a little bit of backstory for this episode to make it make as much sense as I'd really like it to for you. Back in 2006, I was a young drinker, and I'm trying to navigate my way between two different worlds of drinking, two very different worlds of drinking. Uh, There were a lot of folks around me who were drinking in what's definitely a normal way, but it's a very college-aged way. We were were college-aged, so that's that's what we were doing. Uh, They were drinking heavily, not paying much attention to what they were guzzling, and uh, it just... It's it's fun, especially at that age. I get it, and I'm not looking down on it, but it, it wasn't as fulfilling to me for some unknown reason to me. Uh, there's there's this other side of drinking, uh, this other side of my personality that I was really enjoying something else. I, I love the fun of it all, the social aspects and all of that, but I really loved that there was more behind all of this stuff, the people, the places, the drinks, the history, all that stuff that I talked about a minute ago. The drinks themselves meant something to me. The the people meant something to me. I, I I loved learning about drinking customs for different people. I loved different cultures and different uh, experiences around drinking. Uh, I really kind of wanted to slow down a little bit and spend a few minutes with these other things. And I, a lot of the people around me just had no uh, no 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 idea that that even existed or any, any desire to it seemed uh, that's when I stumbled upon Zane Lamprey Zane was making a show at the time that was called Three Sheets uh, it's a perfectly balanced drinking show it's fun but it's also packed with information about all of the things that make up drinking in different places with different people he traveled the world and he explored those drinking uh, cultures I guess the drinking customs of different countries that he went to uh, I was a loyal viewer uh, to say the least as the years went on, he moved on to different shows, which is uh, plenty of stories within that uh, that experience of him. Um, and and I did do another episode with him um, on my other show called Cincy Brewcast. I'll put it in the show notes, so make sure you check that one out. We we get into that a little bit, but um, needless to say, I, f- I followed along for the ride of Zane Lamprey. Uh, I, f- I freaking love this guy. Uh, he inspired a lot of the things that would go on to become all of this stuff. The Gnarly Gnome, Cincy Brewcast, Drinking with the Gnome. All of that is rooted in that joy that I felt when I first saw an episode of Three Sheets back then. Uh, I encourage you to do some exploring on your own um, of all the stuff that he's done. Hit up some of the links, like I said, in the show notes. But just get on YouTube and start searching around for Zane Lamprey. Uh, there's a ton of great stuff on there, and it still stands up now the same way that it did 15-plus years ago. It's uh, it's still really great content, so um, get out there and look that up. All of that being said, it brings us to today. Um, Zane is currently in the middle of a massive comedy tour around craft breweries in the United States, and I caught up with him while he was here in Cincinnati at Fretboard um, a, a little a few weeks ago. And uh, we sat around, and we, we just kind of talked about 
drinking. Uh, it was not, um, it was not a uh, history lesson of of anything. It was not some kind of uh, biography of him. We just we really we covered a few different topics in here, and we went all over the place with it. And I think it's a fun conversation and one that I think you'll enjoy uh, hanging out and listening to. Uh, stay tuned also because this will be the also the very first uh, video content that you will see from drinking with the gnome so make sure you are over on youtube and you are subscribed to the gnarly gnome because you'll see it pop up there um, here in the next uh, probably week or so we'll see depending on when i get a chance to sit down and edit the video so, <laughs> there's that <laughs> without any further delay here it is uh zane lamprey drinking with the gnome Do people know that our deal, you and I, that we have a deal? We have a deal? Yeah, we have a deal. What's our deal? Our deal is is that I don't know your actual first name. Oh, no. And I, and I, and I don't want to know. That's not abnormal. Okay. There are people like that I, I talk to on a very, very regular basis yeah. that don't actually know my real name. Got it. Was I, I supposed think... to put the mic inside? No, it's fine. Okay. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So, okay. It's it's part of the fun of it. So I was, yeah, it is. Uh, and I, this isn't supposed to be about me. This is supposed to be about you, but I was extremely, I was, I was very. <laughs> drinking beers and talking about stuff. I was very anonymous when I started the blog. Um, okay. Um, but, Why? Because you wanted to be more honest and not offend? Kind of, but no. Because you kinda, work, you do work with some of the breweries. I didn't then though at all. Oh, okay. I didn't at all. It was just did more you see, of just did, funny. Did you foresee yourself working with them? No. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Uh, it, I mean, to be honest, a lot of it kind of started. Have we been lying up until now? Maybe. To be frank? Yeah, none of this has been okay. real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when, so when I, when I started the blog, um, I was sitting at the bar in my basement. I built this bar in my basement. It's called the Gnarly Gnome Tavern. Long story of how Doesn't it got have, the name. Haven't been invited, but continue. Uh, uh, you, you're more than welcome anytime I, I you want. I think I probably have. I mean, you've kind of been there remotely. That's where I record my podcast. And when you were on last that, year, you were what, from it, the. So you've kind so of been me there. being at my home and remotely talking to you yeah. in your bar is me kind of. That's it's kind, kind, of kind of been there. Has they never been to your bar? <laughs> oh yeah, kind of, kind of. definitely. Yeah, sure. Right there. Why not? Um, how far is yeah. it from this place right now? Like. 20 minutes, half hour. That's too far. Yeah. It was like 19 or less. I'd be like, let's go right now. <laughs> oh, Hang my, out. My wife would Best love friends. that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife and my children have destroyed my house, and I haven't been able to get order in anything yeah. in the last yeah. like five years. Sounds like, it's, it's sounds like life. Uh, but also, so I'm sitting at the bar trying to figure out a name for this blog that I started doing that uh, um, just needed some what kind year of the name. Like 20... 14 maybe oh okay and so then this idea of the gnarly gnome kind of was birthed because it's the gnarly gnome tavern i'm sitting there please don't say there's, birthed there's as birth. i'm about to drink out of a glass with your logo on it that no. just makes me uh so it just it just kind of happened that this character became kind of the the mascot so this guy. of that guy right there okay um and a lot of it came from the idea of like Pleplius and this, even in some ways, Steve McKenna. This, this oh, idea. Oh, so this, this is not necessarily supposed to be you. This no, is supposed to be something. No, it's not me at all. Okay, it's this other it. guy. Got it. Uh, and and just this idea of this 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 character that is 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 telling these stories and writing and and, and you know creating this stuff. is yeah. Kind of how it uh, was born. And you still write? Yeah. How often all the time, do you, often all do you the time. several times a week, but uh, it's more of like news. Yeah. So I mean, there's 65 breweries in Cincinnati. I, there's always uh, something going wow, on. Wow, that's impressive. 
Were you not on my list? Do what? Were you not on my list? You, I, I don't think we were. <laughs> Do you think it should have been? Uh, well, I mean, I'm biased. So I just... If, I, do I talk to these people? I just did yeah, a list of, of um, the 20 best beer cities best, in the U.S. Quote, unquote. And, well, I did qualify it, too. And I said, it's based on people who love beer. It's based, a lot of it is based on the, the city's uh, adopting of that, that, that status, right? Like, sure. Like... Um, like like a city like San Diego, like they are just all about beer, and they're an awesome city as well. And then uh, number two was Portland, Oregon. I mean, Portland. Look, be- beer beer is great here. Beer in Portland, by the way, not any better quality beer. Right. It's just that they are so about their beer. So m- many many more. Of a, a higher percentage of people there than here, you, in, in my opinion. But but, but which, again, which holds a lot of weight to some people. Not, but not by the you, way, not in my house. Do you think that you haven't really gotten the good picture of what beer is in a lot of cities because you haven't gotten to hang out there and drink I, and kind I of? Mean, I mean, I'm every city on the list I've been to multiple times, and I've I've drank there, and I, I've I've had many interactions there but i also researched like you know the consumption of of beer um you know like i would bet okay so i know for a fact that in portland oregon which was number two and portland maine which was number three that they have um uh more breweries per capita than are here and um they both consume more craft beer than macro beer. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. That doesn't happen here. Right. I'm not <laughs> sure. If, there, but... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, I would assume in Cincinnati that 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 about thirty to thirty-five percent of the beer that's purchased, whether it's on premise or off premise, meaning whether it's in a bar or you know or 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 in a store that you bring home, I bet that like thirty to thirty-five percent is craft beer. That's you know. I mean, that's uh, even, that, even that. I'm might def- be. A I'm defending high. my list. I don't know how much craft beer. Well, it, here, well, but. you know, I mean, with with my so I'm writing an article every week, and and really, I like to write. Right. Um, as you know, it's a lot of work, um, especially when you're taking a lot of information and trying to not dumb it down, right? But like, I know I, I could write a ten page article on hangover remedies. Right. I've had them. At more than seventy countries around the world, but you have to take this giant chunk of information and consolidate it. So, like my top ten hangover list, each thing is like three sentences. Right. That's what. That's we. That's that's the world we live in. You know that. So, um, so yeah. Last week was best beer cities, and then this <laughs> this week is hangover. It's yeah, everybody's going to argue with with something like the best beer cities. I for a long time I, I I kind of shied away from writing the best anything or the best this or you I know, do it for ultimate the, this. Like, I do I, it for the reason that you didn't do it. Yeah, it's I mean I, I, I do it to get the conversation I've, going. I've I've started to kind of poke at it a little bit. I did there the you go. Uh, best not beer, you the best the, best the, beer the gardens in Cincinnati. Yeah, definitely, oh, okay. definitely not me. Did you rank uh, them? Did, I did. did the gnome I rank? Them? I did. Oh wow! So I do that, and then every year I do Oktoberfest. I do a big giant bracket of every 
Oktoberfest, every packaged Oktoberfest wow. beer in Cincinnati, and then they, you know, there's one at the end that's the best. Wow. When you say that, that, like, what, what is, uh, is it, who, who are the judges? Me. And the gnome? <laughs> I, I, I might have a couple other people up on stage for the, the finals, just to kind of keep me honest, but um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a blind tasting, so. Oh, it is blind. It's, yeah. Oh, the, the final good. round oh, is okay. blind. I mean, duh, I mean, it should be, up. but that, you know, um, when I was in uh, Milwaukee, there was this place called the Bomb Shelter, and they were just a, uh, you say a, they weren't a dive because they just weren't. It was a really cool, you know, but it was just a, it was more like of a pub setting. Right. But it was just a great, fun place. And and the owner there loved to drink Schlitz. <laughs> and whenever he walked in, they put a Schlitz on the counter and, and then he drank it. And, you know, like whenever he walked in, the bartender knew put a schlitz out he'd come up and grab it that was just the deal and i was like so you wouldn't drink anything else and he's like nope i hate everything else i just this is all i drink and i was like do you think in a blind tasting that you can even pick out the schlitz he's like 100 percent. i go i'll <laughs> bet you 100 bucks that you can't i'll bet if i line up six beers you can't even tell me which one is, is schlitz now this goes above most people's pay grade to sort of explain that. It's 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 comical now because I, I don't know Schlitz specifically and I'm not calling right. them out, but a lot of these brands are owned by somebody else at this point. It's the same beer. It's the same beer that's it is, in another case. It, it it is the same beer. It's the same it's the same beer sometimes coming from like I know that like Lone Stars and another like it's the same it's the same beer. It might it might come from a you know I'd be lagered for a few more days or something or specific filtered or, or, or something. Know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, sometimes there's a little. But but the catch but. is to go like maybe one step deeper than that, is that there is a flavor profile for a lager, and who knows who who set the bar for that. But there came a, pl a time when like this is a lager. This is what a beer should taste like. Right. That is it, and so every beer models their flavor <laughs> off of what a lager because if you start to deviate from that then you're no longer it becomes something, it becomes else, something which else which is also fun which is fine but, and that's what craft beer is doing and having a lot of fun with but let's be honest they do it in smaller batches and test it and whatever if, if you take it like anyone at home take a miller coors bud schlitz if you can find it <laughs> old milwaukee and then throw in like you know some foreign brand if you want and, and and then just see if you can, A, pick out whichever one if you think you have a favorite. Just right. let, uh, keep them all like if, you know, if it's Coors, it's Coors. If, it's, if, they're, if they're light beer, they're light beer, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, we did it, and the guy <laughs> lost we, 100 bucks. We, we did something similar a couple of years ago where we took just all the light beers that we could possibly find in the gas station, you know, the gas station yeah. singles, and, and did them all blind to figure out which one we thought was the best. And then, uh, what, what, uh, what was the winner? <laughs> Bush Light, which was surprising to me. But You know, one, I did uh, a blind taste test of um, whiskeys years ago. And um, we had like scotch, mm -hmm. Irish whiskey, American whiskey, bourbon, you know, like, like good, st all, all kinds of stuff. Now, first off, we didn't, if you're really tasting them and you want to get the flavor profile, really you should, you should water them down just a little bit just right. to, to take away the burn right. of it. But we lined them up 
and my buddy and I were just like, we we're stuck on one. I'm like, this just, that's just like, this has like this sweetness. It's just like, it's amazing. And it was Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. Um, but they filter it through. Ma- I'm gonna get this maple charcoal. Maple charcoal. Yeah. They filter it through sugar. Now they don't add sugar. But it does get filtered through. But even even spending time in a barrel where it's getting sucked into that wood, there is sugar in the wood. Yeah. Like that's that's you know older bourbon is going to get some of that sugar in there too. Like yeah. it's all part of the thing. Yeah. And but at the end of the day, it's you know, if if you just take the like a crappy solo cup that's like sitting over there and just here, oh you want some uh, Pappy Van Winkle twenty five? <laughs> Hold on, I I can't give you the bottle, but here take this and I give it to you in a solo cup, and you're just like. This is, it becomes so, the pageantry <laughs> is lost, right? This, right. The, everything, because that's branding, branding is everything. That's a cool thing about craft beer. Now, craft beer is also very, very big about branding. But a lot, most of the time, I feel craft beer is about the taste more than any other, like, adult beverage. Maybe. What, 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 would, what would you say? But, but I mean, I mean, bourbon is definitely right up there now, especially as as, especially now with people kind of focusing on. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of yeah, but, pageantry it, around that too. Yeah, but, but I mean, there's not there's not a lot of deviation from it. That, like 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 bourbons, there's not, they, you could have one taste different than the other, but it doesn't go quite right. that far. Whereas they're you, all still supposed to be bourbon. Right, but yeah, exactly, and, and exactly. They all, yeah, they're all following a, s- a set of rules. It's like like Reinheitsgebot, you know. If you want to go back to the beer purity law right. of fifteen sixteen, yeah, um, saying you can only make beer with yeast, water, hops, uh, and barley, and you can't add anything else. That was now that was so that the king could tax them and and collect tax money on it, whatever. But it, it, if you can start to mess around with those ingredients. Which bourbon can't really, right? It's it can't. Yeah. Not, well. <laughs> um, maybe you're. Yeah. You can go a little bit higher percentage of corn or whatever it is. Um, but with but with craft beer, do anything you want, and you will not find. I'm, I'm pointing out this way at the menu at, here at Fretboard that you will not ever find a, um, a a menu that matches the menu here. Right. And that's why even today I come in, I just go. Ugh, usually I usually get the lightest one because I'm on stage and I want to have a bunch of them. But I was like, oh, this looks... I'm, I'm just sitting there forever, sort of like taking it in, you know? Yeah. What, like, what time is it? Um, it's eight? Yeah, we're right there. Okay. Uh, I didn't even get in my actual interview. <laughs> you did, sorry. <laughs> Do you, uh, did you have a few questions you want I, to ask? I mean, a little bit, but not... I mean, like, uh, the conversation is, is probably more fun than anything that I... I think so. Uh, there's, it's hard to come up with some kind of uh, interview uh, formula that somebody hasn't done with you already. It's, I think so. It's, it's difficult. I think so. Are, and, I, and, I, and I gave you, you, honestly, the conversation you and I had right now, I think that was more interesting. I do too. And maybe not more honest, but but more candid. Also, probably more of what my listeners slash viewers, what they really care about anyways. Yeah. They don't, yeah. I mean, uh, you're on a big, massive this, comedy if, tour and people you, yeah, see listen, that. There's links and you want yeah buy some pleplia stuff there's links there i'll put go. them into all this just, stuff just go to zanelamprey.com you can buy a tour ticket you can watch episodes of some of the shows i've done and and that's it normally when people see me out especially as the weather starts cooling as it is now 
it's hard for me to dress to come to these shows because I'm always decked out in some kind of product that you have created. Oh, okay. And I feel strange coming to your show wearing that. I feel like I'm wearing some kind of uniform then. Um, so normally when people see me out, you see me in a flannel, you see me in a, a hoodie, you mm. see me... With, with, okay. Ask me where it's from. After, after the show, I'll have to hook you up with some, some of our new stuff. We have all this new new stuff coming. Do you have a, do you have a, a backpack? I have. I was, we were talking about that what before the show. My, my buddy Marco, that you 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 yeah. you, you met, <laughs> he uh, he ordered his first backpack today. Marco, and when, he when was I... laughing about how much it cost compared to his last backpack that he bought. I'm like, man, it's the best backpack I've ever owned. Yeah, I have a full like both packs in yeah. black. In gray, oh, I bought them for family members. These backpacks, and then I started doing the math in my head about how much money I've spent on backpacks. I mean, the, <laughs> we 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 don't just arbitrarily it's, price our it's stuff. Amazing. Like those backpacks are priced, and we're selling for two hundred eighty nine bucks. But I don't want to be in that market, and so now they're like one hundred nineteen, which might seem a lot for a backpack, but it's two backpacks in one. So right. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I, I use them all the time. I love I love every product that I I've ever purchased from you. Good. Uh, we were. Thank you. Uh, I know we need to wrap up, but we were camping a couple weeks ago, and uh, I always bring my my cards with me yeah. so that I can be sit and play cards. Oh yeah. And we got caught in this horrible rainstorm. Let me tell you something. They're waterproof. <laughs> I know that they're I know that they're waterproof in case you spill your beer on them. Yeah. But it works in the rain yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the little things that waterproof uh, cards. Little things who, who that just. Don't get? <laughs> Uh, thank you. My pleasure. I, uh, I appreciate you taking a few minutes out. I know no, that, it was fun. It was uh, fun. It's, it's hectic sometimes trying to make all these things. Come up um, to the, the booth after the show. We'll get you set up with some we, stuff. We definitely will. I okay. appreciate it. Thanks, man. Cheers. Cheers. Enjoy the show. ZaneLamprey.com. ZaneLamprey.com. Huge thank you to Zane Lamprey. When I said earlier in this episode that without Zane and the stuff that he has done in his career, I don't know what mine would look like. I, I, I mean that 100%. He has been an inspiration for all of this. So uh, I can't thank him enough for taking a few minutes out to sit down and, and help make this episode happen. Um, speaking of episodes, there's more on the way. So if you like drinking with the gnome and uh, you like the idea of, of learning more about drinking, especially here in Cincinnati, make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast podcast platform and do me a huge favor share it with your friends because that's how this show keeps growing um, it really does make a difference even if you get one or two people to subscribe to the show so please do that um, if you if you really love what I do you can support what I do by going to the gnarlygnome.com slash support you can become a gnome on there and there is a lot of fun little benefits that including swag and some exclusive content that you can't get otherwise so uh, if you really like this that's probably the best thing to do like 100% the best. It makes me very happy because it helps me create more things. So please, please support. <laughs> we'll see you uh, next time on Drinking with a Gnome, where we talk about uh, about drinking together. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>